0: What's up? It is I, Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. Got a big pod coming for you today. Last night was Game 5 of the Warriors and Celtics NBA Finals Series. We got Zach Gray coming on to talk about that. I've got a crazy NBA trade idea. We're talking that. We're talking the new movie, Hustle, Adam Sandler's new movie. Cannot wait to get into it. But first, Double B, Bruce Buffer. (laughs) Thank you Bruce. Zach Gray's back. And I <laughs> It's going to be a fun one today. How you doing, bro?
1: Oh my god. I don't want to I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here, Jonathan.
0: I feel great. I'm I'm so glad you're here. It's 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 going to be a long day for you. Warriors in 7 looks better than ever right now. Arkansas moving on to the College World Series. I tied my personal best score today in golf. I'm 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 doing great right now. You're you're not though, which is okay.
1: No, I mean we were. This was supposed to be recorded yesterday, before the game yesterday.
0: And if it had been, I dude, I would hit the nail on the head. I was ready with my Andrew Wiggins has to be big. Clay Thompson's oh, going to yeah, be really yeah. good tonight. Sure, no, sure. it's in the notes. I had it. I was ready. But no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but the Clay Thompson thing was real because I I texted you before the game. I thought last night was going to be the the Clay goes crazy night. He wasn't. He was still really good. You know, uh, he was five of eleven from three. Really, the only guy on Golden State who consistently knocked down a, a, a three, which is which was huge for them. Jonathan, what's up?
1: I have never in my life believed in a team that wasn't my own team. You know, the Reds, the Bengals, Ohio State, LeBron. LeBron, I have never believed in a team as much as I've believed in this Boston Celtics basketball team. You can attest. This is true. And to see them choke and fold and absolutely just get soft all at once, it's sickening. And you can talk about, oh, I had it in my notes, Clay. Oh, I had it in my notes, Wiggins. Yeah, whatever you want to say, man. It comes down to poor execution, being soft, and just not being ready for the moment.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm with you. So let's let's start with Boston. First of all, if you're Boston, you know they're just sick right now. They have you know the game where Curry isn't isn't great. I mean, he was still good. You know, he finished great around the rim. You know, d- did a lot of stuff for his teammates. But like, if you're Boston, like you have to win that game. Like that is the game to win. The game where Steph Curry only scores 16 points and literally doesn't make a three for the first time in 233 games. Like that—that that is that is the game to win. And they had it. I wouldn't say they had it. They were up by five. You know what was that? Late third quarter. Yeah. And it was like you felt like okay, like Boston's potentially going to pull. It's a game now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then Clay hits a three. And then Jordan Pohl banks in the three at the buzzer. And I texted you right before. I was like, Jordan Pohl drives me crazy. And then he hits that shot. And I was like, never mind. This is absurd. And you could just feel the energy in the building pick up after that. And it was just tough for Boston in the the fourth quarter.
1: Here's the thing. All the things you said, 100% true. You get a game like that out of Steph Curry... I don't care how the supporting cast is playing.
0: Oh yeah, seriously, yeah. You go go win that game. Serious? Yes. And Jason Tatum was playing so well. Like he, like when you look at his numbers, like he was really, really good. But if you watch the game, I don't know how you feel about him. He he did not shoot the ball enough. When you're looking across, you know, the bench, and you see Jalen Brown is having a terrible night, you have to take thirty shots. Like you have to you're take really more you're shots.
1: So pissed all over again. You you're getting, what? Me, so, you're I'm getting just like, me so pissed off.
0: I just <laughs> and I've I've got his shooting splits by a quarter, if if you want to hear him. Yeah. So Flip me through it, Jonathan. The first quarter. He, he didn't take a shot till like four minutes left in the first quarter. Ends up shooting three for three. Hits three big shots late to kind of keep Boston in it. Second quarter, he's three for six. Third quarter, he's three for six again. Do you want to know what he shot in the fourth quarter, ZG? Play it on me. One for five. He was one for five in the fourth quarter. And here's the thing. If he could make a layup, if he could make a layup, he he would have shot like 70% from the floor.
1: I didn't, I don't think we've ever seen a superstar, quote unquote, he's not a superstar. He's 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 dead dead to me now. He's not dead to me. That's a little harsh. Him being a superstar MVP caliber player is dead to me. He is Devin Booker with a better team.
0: Oh man, that's kind of that's rough. It's
1: really rough. Since when? Why can't he finish around the rim? With no, why does he go up so so soft? What did I text you last night? I don't remember. I said, I said, (laughs) why can't Jason Tatum just get downhill? Yeah, big enough. Yeah, he's fast enough. He's skilled enough. Why can't he just go downhill and finish through somebody instead of trying to like contort his body and make some incredible layup when and, all he has to do is use his skill, get through a guy and finish at the rim.
0: And that's the thing too, when you go through guys, you get to the foul line and you're able to to establish rhythm there as well. I didn't see how, I didn't see how many uh, how many free throws he took, but yeah, like I mean, I like it's you're right. It's not about
1: the free throws though. But I'm, I'm about, saying
0: like that's like a benefit of going downhill and looking yeah. to finish through guys. Yeah. But yeah, like you're right. And I was listening to um, the Bill Simmons podcast today, and the guy he had on, I forget his name, said that Jason Tatum is shooting 31% from the field on two point shots this entire playoff run. Really bad. That's atrocious. That's terrible. That's, That's awful. And I mean, I just, if. I, I wouldn't have believed you either. Because like you said, like, he's got the build. He has the ability. He has the skill to get downhill and finish through guys. And it's not like, I mean, it's it's not if like they're playing Milwaukee right now and you're, like, having to finish over Giannis. Like, look, Looney's been great, you know, throughout this entire playoff run for Golden State. But when I think elite, elite rim protector, Kevon Looney does not come to mind. <laughs> he doesn't. And I think, right, like, it's, it's really, you know, kind of upsetting. Because like you said, like, this was the opportunity for the Jason Tatum ascension – to put your stamp on it to solidify yourself as like y- you got next in terms of the next NBA wave which is i probably going to be Luka and then Giannis right now but like Jason Tatum had an opportunity to stamp himself in that category and he just he hadn't done it.
1: It's not that he hasn't done it. It's it, it would be one thing if they lost whatever they lost but he is supposed to be the guy.
0: Yeah, and he hasn't been
1: And he hasn't played like it. If he played like it and they lost, you know, a little bit of leeway there, obviously. But, like, I feel like there's just, he's leaving it, he's leaving some things out on the table. And I'm starting to question whether he can even get to that point. Does he have the, does he have, like, he definitely doesn't have the mama mentality. He ain't Kobe. He's not. We got to stop with that. I'm talking to you too, Devin Booker. (laughs) But, like, does he have what it takes? I don't know. Because don't, what I'm seeing is a guy that's scared and the moment's a little too big for him. And
0: you're exactly right. When you look at So when you look at the three games that Boston has lost, we just touched on on, on game five, how, how he didn't play well in the fourth quarter. Game two, when they're up by, I believe, it was fourth at a half, and then Golden State comes out in the third quarter, goes on the big run, and that was it. Do you know how many shots Jason Tatum took in that third two. quarter? He took two shots. And then he only took one in the fourth quarter. Part of that was because of the blowout. Game four, he he shot two of nine from the field in the, in the second half, and like he's he's gotten off to a good start in every game that that they've played. It's just the second half comes around, and you know I don't know enough about basketball. Like is I don't think Golden State's defending him any differently. You know I I I don't understand. I'm with you. Like it doesn't make sense why he can't carry the play over from the first half. In, into the second
1: half, it shouldn't matter how they're defending him. It shouldn't. Do you see? Do you see like Giannis, like we're, like having quarters like that, where like he's getting locked down? Like yeah. he might have bad quarters, but he's not getting absolutely goose egged.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm with you.
1: Kevin Durant in his prime, even now, like look, all of the superstars that come to mind it doesn't matter what defense is being played or what's happening on the floor. Look at
0: Steph last night.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: I'm with you, man. And Steph
1: played bad, too, man. He just he didn't shoot bad.
0: well. I mean, look, he finished with 16 points and 8 assists, which is really kind of surprising. That's bad.
1: We have yeah. to hold him to a standard. If he's going to win finals MVP, that's not what a finals MVP does.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I will say, all of a sudden... Or, or do you have anything else on Boston? But, but before we move over to Golden State, I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off.
1: I I just cannot get over how many times they get in their own way. They are the more talented team. They are. They are the better team. It's evident that they're the better team, but they cannot get out of their own way. Yeah. They can't stop making their own. They can't stop shooting themselves in the foot. The turnovers are absolutely. They had eighteen abysmal. last
0: night. Eighteen. And you know, some of it, you know, you can attribute to the way that Golden State is pressuring the basketball, but some of them are just dumb. Like the uh the skip pass in the first quarter by Tatum that he just threw to Gary Payton.
1: There's like five of those for I know. like everyone at night. It's, it's disgusting.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just not it's not it's not good basketball. And when you pair that with the role the boss Boston's role players just haven't shown up since game one, it's it's tough.
1: I'm officially done with them. <laughs> okay. Until they win game six
0: <laughs> Which I, I I I think they will I just You know
1: But There's a chance
0: Okay So let's Let's hit on Golden State really quick They just had the absolute perfect storm To win a game Where Curry doesn't play well Yeah You know you have Andrew Wiggins Who goes and gets 26 Clay Thompson Hits multiple big threes Pool gets hot In the third quarter there for a bit Draymond Green plays his best game of the series Which I know you said Like he still wasn't great but at the same time, like he, he did, just wasn't worthless. Yeah, he just wasn't worthless. Sorry, I <laughs> said my bad. And um, he 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 played much better uh, defensively. But Andrew Wiggins is awesome. And I here's here's my rant. This morning, I wake up, I go play golf. I play very well. I I go home. I st- I'm listening to all my my sports talk stuff. And the number of should Andrew Wiggins win Finals MVPs? The number of takes I heard. <laughs> Just drove me crazy. And honestly, like, if we're being honest, the guy for Finals MVP, if it's not Steph Curry, it's not Andrew Wiggins. It's Otto Porter Jr. Because he hasn't started a game since since March. And apparently, if you don't start a game for a long time, and then Steve Kerr starts you in the NBA Finals, you should immediately win Finals MVP. That's just, that's just how it is.
1: Yeah. History tells <laughs> us that.
0: But yeah, like, Andrew Wiggins is awesome. Or he was awesome. Gary Payton scored 15. And played yeah. outstanding defense. Like it was just a perfect storm for Golden State to win a game that Curry doesn't play well.
1: Yeah. And what's the big difference in these games, man? Like even when Boston makes their run and they go up a couple points, even in all these games, like what's the biggest thing that you see from the Warriors? It's not that they're like, obviously they have Steph and he's the best player on the court this series, but yeah. it's not like they're overwhelming you. They're not. You know what they are, Jonathan? They're very consistent. consistent.
0: very consistent. Like I was about to say, like you know exactly what you're getting from Golden State in every single game. You just yes. don't know what you're getting from Boston.
1: That's that's the annoying part. That's that championship DNA, I guess.
0: I guess I I'm I'm with it. I'm here for it.
1: But yeah, but but yeah. no, the Warriors the Warriors are just gonna be the Warriors. You know what you're getting. They're having trouble scoring,
0: dude. They and- every game they've won. I don't think Boston's broken a hundred. And all three games the Golden State has won. They they've scored 107 in two of them and they scored 104 last night.
1: Think about those point totals if they don't give them free runouts or free fast breaks off turnovers. Oh yeah, like. for
0: sure. Oh, also, do you want to touch on Game 4 Draymond Green not not playing or would just do we even want to talk about Game 4 since that was uh, that, that was two games ago? He played. <laughs> okay, I have I have a take. I I wouldn't really call it a take. I think you'll you'll agree.
1: I real, think, real quick, real quick. I just want to get Do this out time. here. If we're going to oh, start yeah. talking sure. about Draymond. I mean, was there anyone that was more spot on about Draymond than me? Oh, you were. Going into the series. You
0: were 100% correct.
1: I called this.
0: Yeah, you did. And golly, he's just, he looks Sorry. old, man. Like, he's I 32. I myself on the back. He's 32, and he looks like he's 40. Like, has no lift, doesn't move the same. Just not, not the same guy at all. But anyway. I think that the biggest area where Draymond Green hurts them and the reason why he can't play offensively is Boston just sticks Robert Williams on him and allows Robert Williams to just run all over the floor. And, like, that's that's what you saw in game four. You know, Draymond was, like, he was, like, like I think you would agree that he was better in game five. You know, he had a couple of those, those flip shots. Yeah. Had, you know, I think he had, like, six assists. But I don't know, man. It's just, it's such an interesting thing because, like, the Warriors aren't the same. This Boston team is so up and down. It's just... it's It's been a really competitive finals. And you could definitely make the argument that, like, it shouldn't be. Like, which side? Like, like, like I'm with you. Like, Boston's definitely the better team. Like, I, I think... Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: if you push back on that, then you don't... i You really don't know what you're talking... You might think you do, but if you don't think Boston is, on paper, the better team and has more talent up and down through the rotation... Then you're just wrong. Oh, it's yeah. It's not about yeah. that in this series, and we touched on that when we were predicting what was going to happen this series. We touched on that, and we were like, "Okay, we know Boston's a better team," or at least I did. You picked the Golden State Warriors, but I was, I was like, "They're better at defense. They can shoot. They like, they can do all these things." And I said it in the pack. I said it might not even matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. So you, I hate
1: being right when I'm wrong. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> I just love being right. And Golden State in seven looks magnificent right now. Do you like who do you like in game six on Thursday? I guess.
1: <sighs> the Warriors. Do I think the really? Celtics are gonna lay down and go to sleep.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know, man. They they give off a very like back's against the wall. We're gonna play great kind of vibe. Because look, this is gonna be their third elimination game of of the playoffs. Yeah. And I mean, look, they they won their other two. I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's, you know, if I had to if I had to put money down, I would say that Boston's gonna lose if they turn the ball over fifteen plus times. And that's ultimately what I think it's gonna come down to.
1: Why wouldn't they? What have they shown since, you know, early in the series that proves that they will play any different?
0: Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm with you. I just I don't know, man. It's I don't know man. When you have your back up against the wall, they're at home. You know, that Boston crowd is insane. You know, the role the role players for Boston are due.
1: We'll see. So you're picking the you're picking the Celtics? I like
0: I like Boston in game
1: six. I'm picking the Warriors. I'll say this though, if the Celtics win game six it's on for game seven. Dude, game seven is going to be
0: incredible. Everything,
1: every, if it gets to game seven, I don't think it will, but if it ga- gets to game seven, everything that we have talked to up to this point does not matter.
0: Oh, not, not at all. And it'll be, oh, that'll be so much fun. So much fun that I may have to call into
1: work. <laughs> I'm going to miss basketball, by the way.
0: Dude, I love basketball, man. Like it's, it's so great. And this season has been awesome because there's really been no clear, like, this is the best team and yeah it's going to suck but at the same time one of the best parts about the nba is is the summer and get and looking at all the trades yeah. and the free agency and all that kind of stuff speaking of which i've i've got one for you if you don't if you don't have anything else on the uh, on on the finals
1: um yeah one more thing on the finals i just wanted to hit on this i said one i said the biggest key to the game the series or You know, the thing that's going to be the deciding factor for the Celtics in six, that was my prediction, was Jason Tatum's ascension into what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And, like, it sucks. It really does suck that he's doing what he's doing because, you know, I think we both had high hopes for this series for him. Oh, yeah. it just sucks. It sucks. And the series isn't over. And he can come back and play well. But, you know.
0: Yeah, like, we haven't had – I figured we'd have one game – where we have the Steph Curry-Jason Tatum duel, where they both go for like 35. And it's just back and forth, they're trading buckets. We just, we haven't had that. We almost had it in game game four. And he just yeah. disappeared in the second half.
1: It's but, just sad, but that's all I have.
0: All right. My NBA trade. So I, I You're I excited think about this. I'm so excited. I, I'm interested to see what you think. Because I think when you hear it on the surface, you're like, there's no way that'll happen. But then when you look at contracts and things like that, it just might. So I, I think we're in agreement. Utah Jazz are blowing it up, right? Like Probably. Snyder's yeah. gone. Everything points to them tra- trading to go bear. hopefully anywhere but Dallas. And, you know, Donovan Mitchell seems to be on the move. So I, the, the he's, key, going, he's going to Dallas. The key factor in this <laughs> is Donovan Mitchell's contract does not end until 2026. So because he's got four years, it's really hard to force your way out of a of a situation when you have that long left on your when you have that amount of time left on your contract. Because what are you going to do? Not not play for four years when you're yeah. 24 or however old he is. So if you're Utah, what are you looking for in this trade? You want some kind of like potentially centerpiece to like potentially build around, maybe a couple role players. And if you are the Sacramento Kings. You're sitting there with the fourth pick, trying to talk yourself into Jaden Ivey, knowing that it's a terrible fit. And meanwhile, you like if that, that front office, they have to do something with this fourth pick or else they're all gone. Yeah, for sure. So why not like call Utah? We'll give you the fourth pick. We're handing you Jaden Ivey, who everybody, you know, is comparing to John Morant, which I don't know if he's quite to that level. He probably won't get to that level. But he has like the potential to be a really, really good NBA player. Facts. Call Utah. Say hey, we'll, we'll give you the fourth overall pick and Harrison Barnes, or you know some other kind of guy like that for for Donovan Mitchell. And now, if you're Sacramento, you've got De'Aaron Fox, who's 25, Demontis Sabonis, who's 25, and Donovan Mitchell, who's like 24. They're all they're all under contract for the next several years. And Sacramento's got something cooking.
1: They would definitely make the playoffs.
0: Oh yeah, without a doubt. Like that—that that team would be a lot of fun. I don't know how much defense they would play. <laughs> they would be a lot of fun.
1: My only thing is what, like, obviously Donovan Mitchell is better than Jaden Ivey. Oh yeah, without a doubt. What I'm about to say, I don't want that—want it to come off as I'm comparing the two. But what is, what is the difference between an Ivey and Fox fit? and a Fox and Mitchell fit.
0: I, I think Jayden it Nivey's, presents the
1: same issues.
0: Jaden Ivey's inability to shoot the ball, I think, is the big thing. I also think that, like, it's really hard to look at De'Aaron Fox and say, we want to take the ball out of your hands from time to time to give it to this rookie, versus we're going to take the ball out of your hands from time to time to give it to Donovan Mitchell, who's a proven player in this league.
1: That's fair. I just, I just, like, I don't know, like, two guards like that I mean, Ivy. If he is like gets to what we all what we might be, he is probably a Donovan Mitchell comp.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah.
1: But I, that's what I was saying. Like, are is to fit good with Mitchell as opposed to maybe a young guy that's not gonna like take the reins right away. He's gonna learn and you uh, know kind of get used to the NBA.
0: Yeah, I th- I think there's there's two driving forces in this. And first of all, Donovan Mitchell can shoot the basketball. Like, yeah. he he currently has the ability to play off the ball if if you need him to. And obviously, you know, he's he's best with the ball in his hands and things like that. Jane Ivey doesn't even, like, have that. Like, he's, you know, s- since the time he was four years old, he's always had the ball in his hands. He's yeah. never had to play off ball. Whereas, you know, Donovan Mitchell at least possesses the skills to do that. And on top of that, like, if you're Sacramento and you you want to keep your jobs, if you're the GM and, you know, in the scouting department— you can't wait three or four years for for Jaden Ivey to to turn into in, into Donovan Mitchell, and if you and if do. Utah, you can.
1: Big brain move, you do, and that saves your job for a couple more years. Like, look, Jaden Ivey's developing.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. But, I don't know. I like the trade. I like, the trade. Really I like the
1: trade. I I like the trade for the Kings. Kind of. I don't know if it makes sense for Utah.
0: Well, if you're Utah, you're you're blowing it up. You get. A guy who you feel like, if you know, at the same time, this is all assuming that Utah likes Jay Nivy, what all he he brings to the table. If you're Utah, you know, and you're scouting Ivy and you like him, you know, and you think he's a guy that you could potentially, you know, build build something around.
1: You, what what if what if one of those teams like Sharp though?
0: Oh, Shane Sharp. Yeah, Shane Sharp. He's the wild card in this draft. Yeah, he's he's the absolute wild card. And, you know, look, like if you're Utah and you like Sharp and, you know, Sharp's probably going to fall to six or seven, you could send Mitchell to Portland to play with Damian Lillard.
1: That would be be so so fun.
0: That would be a lot of fun. But you you, you see what I'm saying, though. Like I I do think there's a possibility where Donovan Mitchell gets dealt for one of these like higher picks so that Utah feels like they've got something to to build around in terms of of a future potential star. I love that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. That is look, let's be honest. Right. We're we're on Donovan Mitchell watch.
1: Off season <laughs> podcast idea. Um every day we record like a thirty minute podcast on potential trade scenarios to all other twenty nine teams. We're for Donovan, Donovan Mitchell.
0: Mitchell. <laughs> Might as well, man. Might as well at this point. This is why I think
1: he should go to the Hornets. Like just like every day.
0: <laughs> this is this is why he this is why he should go to Golden State.
1: This is a good fit with the Spurs. I think, like, I think so. Golden
0: State should offload Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and bring in Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I think Boston should trade Jason Tatum for Donovan Mitchell.
1: They should release Jason Tatum. They should, sorry, yeah. sorry.
0: <laughs> let's just cut him. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I I I think it'd be a lot of fun. And worst comes to worst, like let's say that the trade happens and Donovan Mitchell decides to try and f- tr- decides to try and and force his way out. Then I guess you send him to Miami for the consolation prize of Tyler Hero, Max Struess, and some picks.
1: It feels like that's where he's going to go, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. They have some. They have the pieces to get him. I think
0: they do. The question is, they're Miami's going to try to get rid of you know the three-year, ninety million dollar contract with Duncan Robinson. And the question is, just, does anybody want to take it after not watching him play in the playoffs? Yeah,
1: that's a good point. They might just have to eat that one.
0: That's a tough... Yeah, that's that's a lot of money to pay a guy who's literally three without the D. Yeah. He's, he's just three. That's all he is. Oh, man. But yeah. um, You want to move on to Hustle? Yes. Okay. I'm excited to hear your take on it. I, I thought it was really, really good, but not... Spoiler
1: cl- alert, by the way.
0: Oh, you're going to... Sp- okay, that's
1: fine. Well, I'm saying we're going to talk oh. about it, so I just want to put a spoiler alert in there so Sounds if, if good. people haven't seen it.
0: Fair enough. So uh, so if you don't even know what we're talking about, Hustle is the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix where basically he plays a scout. He goes overseas, finds this diamond in the rough kind of prospect, tries to bring him back to America. The 76ers are like, no, we don't want him. And then basically quits his job and is like, we're going to get this kid in the league. Which is just like... That's a great storyline. That's an it incredible storyline. Um so I I think it's re- re- I would give it the, it's like really really good but not quite in the tier of like Coach Carter and he got game and movie and like basketball movies like that. I think it's in you know it's 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 in like the the Devin Booker Jason Tatum tier. <laughs> I,
1: I, that's actually perfect. Like I think I think what holds it back I think what holds the movie back is there's too many cliche things that happen. So many. they're, they're so real. They're so real with the basketball portion and all that stuff. But they're like, at some points it's like raw and like real and gritty. And then other times it's like the boa challenge. Really? Yeah,
0: That's just like,
1: that's how he gets it to gets the NBA. Like, it's come on. Like... like I get, I get people go viral, but they're like, that's, Come on.
0: It's very like NBA 2K storyline kind of stuff. Right. That's exactly what it
1: is. And like the the owner the owner dies and the owner's son's a douchebag like Yeah. There's just a couple things I've told that back, one before. <laughs> I was entertained and I really liked the movie and I like that's like those kind of sports movies are my favorite where they incorporate real teams and real players and real coaches and real scenarios oh, yeah. those are my favorite.
0: You know, um I, I will, will say, say this. Oh, go, go ahead. You got it.
1: The basketball in this movie is the best, best ever in any basketball movie ever because it's NBA players. I was about to say,
0: (laughs) I was about to say the basketball scenes are incredible. They really give um, High School Musical a a run for its money when it comes to the basketball (laughs) scenes. (laughs) Yeah, like, look, dude, like it's Anthony Edwards, and I I was watching some some interviews and stuff that they were doing with him and Adam Sandler, uh, just like prepping for this. And basically what they did is they like rolled the ball out onto the court and were like play five on five and we're just gonna video. And like really? that's yes, like that's pretty much what they did. Which like it's okay. It's like for me, like if 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 I'm a camera guy there, I'm not even videoing. Like I'm just sitting there in awe watching yeah. these guys cause you know like you know all you know the the summer the summer uh pickup game videos are coming and just saying I'm gonna predict this now there's no way we don't see a run where Bronny James is playing with LeBron against other NBA guys. You think so? Oh, without a doubt, because he's going to be what a, a senior in high school this next year, right? Yeah, it's coming. Guarantee it. Wow, that'd be wild. That'll
1: be something. But watch, uh, watch, for, watch, for watch Bronny movie.
0: James get dunked on by like by <laughs> Jason Tatum.
1: <laughs> for, that would yeah, full circle. The um. <laughs> The the acting from the basketball players, the actual NBA players, like pretty good.
0: Way better than expected. Way pretty better.
1: Pretty Do you,
0: okay. Who plays? Um, oh, what's his name? Um, the main character. It's not Adam Sandler, the basketball player. Why, Malcho,
1: huh? Hernan Gomez. You said what? Malcho Hernan Gomez.
0: Yes. Nice. I, you're on it, man. You're on. it. Yeah. Uh the the Hans kid is uh is is Wagner from the uh the Magic. I believe. Is it? It is. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, was, the German? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the German kid. Yeah, that is, the, he is, was really good. He was really good. Yeah. And he's like, I don't like him. He don't play he, he don't play defense. I'm just like, okay. This team
1: wins without him. Sounds like yeah.
0: <laughs> Seriously, it sounds like um John Morant.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were I <laughs> If I was a betting man, I wouldn't have bet on a John Morant dig on this podcast. Dude, that was
0: actually, that was off the cuff. So, speaking of the acting, um, I have to ask. Have you seen He Got Game? Yeah. I'm assuming you have. Yeah, okay. Better actor, Anthony Edwards or Ray Allen?
1: Wow. I mean, I think I got to go Ray Allen because, like, he actually played other roles outside of a basketball player. Yeah, I I would agree. But Kermit Wiltz is legendary.
0: (laughs) Kermit Wiltz. The guy named after a frog.
1: I love the... Uh. Dude, imagine being that much of a douche Dude, on the seriously. court. Like, like, that's...
0: I take that back. I don't know. Can I be um high school Harry for, for for a second?
1: Oh, my God. Yes, Jonathan, please.
0: So, when I was in high school... So, summer ball is pretty loose. Like, I don't know how your your summer ball program was. but Like, our, our high school coach didn't coach it. And so the summer after my sophomore year, I was just like, I ran my mouth the entire time. And I'll never forget, we're playing Whitehall and the pitcher hits a double. And I'm like, I'm like two for three with like two doubles. Like I'm just, I'm, so I'm feeling yeah, myself. You feel out. good. And so he's standing out there on second. <clears throat> and I said something to him about how like I was two for three with like two doubles. Meanwhile, we're getting beat like six to one, it's, it was rough. <laughs> And he was like, scoreboard. And I was like, bro, I was like, it's summer ball. I don't care about the scoreboard. I care about the fact that I'm two for three with two doubles. And we're like going back and forth. Long story short, the third base, you know, their, their head coach is coaching third base. And he sees us like talking back and forth and calls in a courtesy runner. And I was like, come on, man. Like, this is kind of normal stuff. Like, this isn't that big of a deal.
1: You waved to his daughter?
0: I should have. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I should have. That'd have been great.
1: No, the movie the movie's dope. I wish LeBron would have made an appearance. Obviously,
0: yeah. Kind but of surprised he didn't. It just yeah. seems like a LeBron thing for him to do just pop up in in a random movie. Did did he ever do the uh, the rap album thing? The what he LeBron tweeted something about about like doing producing like, one. Yes. I don't know. He, I don't think so. Because he very quickly had to clarify that he himself wouldn't rap. Yeah, quote, he, just he knows all of the rappers. <laughs> and so that's what he said. And um I was like I was like did this ever happen? I figured you you'd be the guy to ask.
1: No, but uh, what's your what's your most rewatchable scene from that movie? Like what's what's one scene in that movie where you're like, "Man, that's awesome."
0: I oh man, the uh the montage of him running up the hill and finally getting it where they're cutting the time down gives me real like Rocky vibes.
1: Oh yeah. And so I like, think they even mentioned it in there. I yeah. think they even yeah.
0: <laughs> They're in Philly. So yeah. Um, that's definitely one the combine scene is so well done where like you see Kermit or Anthony Edwards, whatever you want to call him, see the daughter without the mother, and you just like you know it's coming. And that's definitely up there for me as well.
1: Yeah, I would say I really like the uh the I guess it's two scenes like the end of the first time we see Bo playing basketball yeah. in Spain where he's taking money in boots and the guy challenges him one on one and he just absolutely destroys because
0: him three shots you won't you won't hit the rim
1: yeah <laughs> like, oh wow and then okay the mixed it mixed in with him following him home and then the Dirk phone call like that was awesome
0: the Dirk phone call was so unexpected. I see him pop up, and I'm like, "Whoa, they got my guy Were you in like here. that?
1: Were you like that Leonardo DiCaprio movie uh, meme from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah, were you, where you're like pointing, you're pointing at, the, at screen. the screen? Yeah, <laughs> you're like that's Dirk. <laughs> that's one of my idols. Yeah,
0: that was that's who I wanted to be growing up. And you have then, the
1: build. Yeah,
0: okay. Except I'm not. <laughs> except I'm not seven feet tall.
1: You have the build. You're you're close.
0: Yeah, we're just you know a foot and a quarter off.
1: All right. Out of one of ten, what do you think? What would you give it? I give it a. S- do whoa.
0: Seven or eight was what I was gonna say. Let's not? I thought I heard
1: an F in there. I thought you were gonna say oh, about like a five. four?
0: No, 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 no,
1: yeah, nah. No,
0: I just said like it's in it's it's in the tier below. You know the all timers like you know he he got game Air Bud Hoosiers.
1: <laughs> Air Bud. Air Bud. Gosh. I thought you were serious for a second because I wouldn't I don't put anything past you. So I thought you were serious for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying so hard not to laugh when I said it. I said like gl- gloss over. You kept over a straight it.
1: face too. That's why I was like is he serious? Like No, nah, man.
0: No, Airbud is Airbud is a dream I is a dream that I had whenever I'd get a dog growing up.
1: That's honestly all Airbud is. <laughs> he would be way better than you at ba- Airbud is better than you at basketball.
0: He probably is, man. You know got like he you know the speed is is unmatched great touch around the rim fantastic catch and shoot player i mean
1: who's a better finisher air bud or jason tatum
0: ooh this this is why people come here for the podcast these these hard hitting questions like this that's what
1: i'm saying um in the
0: playoffs you definitely got to go air bud i don't think it's yeah, really I, much of a question only shooting 31% from two like and and the way the nba dog. is it's all it's all layups and and floaters if you're shooting a two so air bud for sure
1: I uh, I think I agree, but I would give the movie a eight.
0: Yeah, that's 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 about where I'm at. I think I'm, I'm. It was it was really really well done. Um, you know, like you said, there's definitely you know some cliches in there. I don't know. Okay, the idea I will say. So you know, when they're running up the hill, he was like, "World class bikers bike up this hill in two minutes." And he was like, "You're gonna run," which is a slower slower mode of transportation than a bike you're gonna run up this hill in 15 seconds shorter and somebody's gonna bike
1: i didn't even realize that does that even add up
0: it doesn't add up at all but you know it's fine
1: yeah that 7.9 after after hearing that that's okay.
0: what i give it How about say, like it doesn't change things that much but
1: you know,
0: <laughs> like i just thought like when they said it i was like it didn't even make sense
1: it was a breath of fresh air it for was man movies. I haven't I've seen sports movies
0: in general. Yeah, I've not seen a good sports movie in a while. Um I I never watched the Have you seen the uh the basketball movie that just came out I think a couple years ago with um Affleck as like the head coach?
1: No, god. I haven't no. seen it. That sounds I, I was told
0: it was good. I was just like not buying it.
1: Well, unless a lot it's, of sports- Unless it's
0: Ben Affleck with a Boston accent, Robin <laughs> Banks, I want to see it.
1: <laughs> a lot of the yeah I Ben Affleck robbing a bank is the only way I'll watch him
0: um, but, man, what is that movie it's so good I don't know it's him it's got the guy who plays Hawkeye
1: Jeremy Renner yeah
0: Um. oh my gosh
1: that's the, all the info I have for you. I don't know anything else. <laughs> the, there's
0: a scene that's so, like, it, it was a thing on TikTok for a while where Ben Affleck l- looks at Jeremy and he's like, he's like, I, I'm not going to tell you what, like, what all we're about to do, but, but we're going to hurt some people. And then they go to wow. this guy's house and just beat the absolute snot out <laughs> of this guy. He's just pound on this dude. It's a Sounds great about movie. about right. It's a great movie. I'm going to remember it at some point.
1: Um, right. The last thing I'll say about Hustle is, like, it's nice to see like all of this I feel like all the sports shows we get right now or all the, the like long form sports stuff is all documentaries right yeah. now. Yeah. and it's yeah. nice to have a like a, a combination of like real basketball with a uh, in a movie form, not like a documentary style. It's nice to see those two worlds kind of come together. Yeah, like the realness of a documentary and like the the movie, like the story. You know, push together. I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: It does. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's nice to kind of like dip into the fiction world, but also have it be very like r- realistic, but not True overly yeah. realistic. Where you're like in a locker room watching the coach at last chance, you rip into players. You know, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Really good. Um, we've got less than a minute before our Zoom ends. So, sh- uh, shout outs and closeouts. Shout out. Um, nope.
1: Close out Jason Tatum.
0: <laughs> Close out the Boston Celtics Thursday night. How's that?
1: Oh, that hurt me. <laughs> that right in the heart. Oh, man. All right.
0: Well, thank you, bro, so much for coming on, dude. As always. you. I going to see you soon? Am I going to talk to you soon? Oh, for sure. I mean, we're, we'll are we probably talk Thursday night. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. So let's go do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you guys so much for listening. Zach, always great to ha- to have here on the pod. So I'll be back again probably Thursday night with another pod, hopefully talking about the the closing of the finals. So I will talk to you all then.